Yeah, they'll be fine. Good. What's going on? Hey, uh, is, uh, is Shaq Borderman going to face some pretty good competition for Ventrell based on what you've seen so far, OTAs? And what does he have to do to kind of keep his spot here on this roster? Well, Shaq's a guy that is a vet that we trust, so we know what he brings to the table. But there's competition with everybody, you know. When you have a roster that's just deep, you have a bunch of guys that are competing for spots, and that's just one of the positions. All right. Well, I know they're working hard because we were working hard twice a day uh, this, uh, this spring. It's really uh, a great school, uh, a bunch of good coaches over there, and the team, you know, excited about him getting an opportunity to play this year and just ready for them to get, get it going. How much did you talk to him about the college offers and all? Really, I tell him just to focus on being the best player he can be right now and get better every day, and that other stuff take care of itself. But he's a, he got has a level head on him, and he understands that he has to put the work in, and when he puts the work in, then he'll have opportunities to do other things. Josh yesterday was, was talking about uh, how, uh, excuse me, a couple of days ago was talking about how much, with you being in your second year with a lot of the group, that uh, he, he kind of feels like you'll, ha you'll have a better feel for how players can be used in certain situations. And I'm just wondering, do you feel a little bit more comfortable in, in terms of being able to generate a better pass rush because you have, you, you know more about Trayvon and you know more about some of these other guys and what works for them? I think uh, when you look at that, the way that question was asked, you really look at the person. They understand themselves, and we just try to put them in their best position. And you go back and you look at it, certain guys do certain things well, and we'll ask them to continue to do that. But the main thing is just going back, me being comfortable. You know, anytime it's your second time going around, the first time everything's new, this time, you know, everything is still new, but it's, you know, I have a little more confidence in being able to help the guys put them in certain positions. But at the end of the day, those guys have went back in the offseason. They put in the work. And now it's time for them to let it show on the field. Every, obviously, every training, every training camp day is important, getting better each day and all that. How much of a sense of urgency are you seeing, particularly from the top, the, the guys that are considered the top three guys, you know, Josh and Trayvon, and then I guess uh, Kalevon after that? Well, you talk about it, uh, competition. There's competition up and down the, the whole roster. So when you look at the competition, guys know that if I'm not up to par, then there's somebody behind me that's pushing me. And that's how teams become better, and that's how players become better. The more you have competition, the better you're going to be. When it comes to Tyson Campbell, when you got here a year ago to now, how much of a change have you seen in him as a player and a, a leader for you guys? Really, the leadership stands out first. He's a guy that we came in, was a young guy, really talented, and he's starting to put it together. And when he puts it together, he's able to let his experience show to the other guys and help the other guys. But Tyson's a guy that has all the talent in the world, and you can see the confidence growing in him. And, you know, happy he's here and ready for big things this year. He's one of the kind of young vets on this team that's really given back to now the rookies, Antonio Johnson's, the Christian Braswell's, helping them after practice work on things. How much does that help those young guys when they have a player that can kind of echo what you guys are saying in the 
in the meeting rooms and help them to execute it out on the field. It's always good to hear from a coach, but when you have a veteran player that's been there and you see him on a tape all the time doing it and doing it well, then as a younger player, that's someone that I tell them you ought to get right behind and listen to everything he has to say. And Tyson's the type of person that he's willing to help anybody, you know, whether staying after field or watching extra film with them. But just being able to be that example of, I was a young guy one time, here's a process that I went through and just help the guys speed up their process. From a coach's perspective, how big and beneficial can it be for Tyson just to go against a guy like Calvin Ridley, you know, each day? When you go against a good one, you, yeah, it helps you out. And Calvin's a good one. He's one of the ones. So it's all about the competition, whether it's uh, within your group or on the offense. Competition is what makes us the team we're going to be. We're out there every day going against the offense. They'll hit a play. We'll hit a play. So it's just going back and forth. You learn from that, and then that carries over into game situations when something happens in a game. You can get muscle memory back of what happened in training camp and able to perform that way. Not sure if this is what Jamal asked off the top, but Von Hamilton was riding a bike yesterday. Is he banged up at all? Right now, that's a situation for Fergie. He'll handle that. Uh, he's working with them, and then when he gets back with us, he'll be back with us. But he, he did still participate in a little bit of drills, right? Yeah, he's he's he's, he's out there, and again, that'll I'll let you ask Fergie that one. Okay. Examples in the league of guys who have been late bloomers as pass rushers: you know, Cameron Hayward, Brandon Graham, Son Reddick. Do you expect that to happen for somebody like Calevon? When you look at Calevon, the tools are there. And he's a smart and talented outside linebacker. He has the ability to rush. He's shown it. And we're just waiting for him to be healthy and get his opportunity to get out there and show what he can do. Do you think, do you think that that's all it is, that if he can stay healthy, that the uptick will happen? When you, when you look at it, he's never really had the chance for full season. And we're waiting for him to you know, be healthy. And if you look at him from time we got here to now, the work he's put in, it's time for him to, you know, time for his hard work to pay off for him. What have you thought about Tyler Lacey since he's got here? Tyler, he's a guy that once we found him on film, we looked at him, we liked the way he played the game, and it's still showing. Now, we're still in shorts. And for D lineman in shorts, it's kind of, you can judge them, but the game's played with pads on. And we want to wait till he gets the pads on. But everything we see from him now, he's a big, strong, athletic guy, and we're ready for him to put the pads on. I know he's still working his way back, but how big is it to bring a guy like Smoot back? Uh, to get Smoot here. Last year, the team really gelled so well um, late in the season, and certain guys fell into certain roles. And he's a guy that he has a role on the team, and we always wanted uh, our guys back. And it's good that it took a while to get him back, but now he's back. And when he's back on the field with us fully, that'll be great. But we're just excited to have him back. His leadership in that outside linebacker room, defensive line room, he's able, he gives us versatility to be able to rush inside and rush outside. He's a guy that, you know, he wears a bunch of different hats for us. And it's always good to have a veteran guy to be able to do that. We always hear about year two, Devin Lloyd, Chad Numa, now in year two, differences now compared to last year. I think you can just watch it on the film. Um, last year, you might see a false step here. You might see a bad eyes, bad eye discipline. But now it's starting to be more consistent. 
still not there as consistent as we want it to be. But there was a play the other day, uh, they ran a bootleg and Devin's eyes were in the right spot. And the play was really a non-factor because his eyes were in the right spot. That's the progression you see that he's more comfortable. He understands where he's supposed to look and able to do it. And then that just enables him to make plays for us. With Trayvon, his first year, did you get a sense that he faced or felt some of the pressure of being that number one overall pick and, and trying to figure it out, trying to be that impact guy? You can look at it that way because, like, you think about it. He's the number one pick in the NFL draft. He was taking number one over everybody. So you can look at that as pressure, but Trayvon and a bunch of guys in that locker room, they've been the guy all their lives. So the pressure, they're used to it. But he just understands now that I'm the guy, I'm the number one pick, but I'm also Trayvon. I'm going to be Trayvon on the field, and my Trayvon is good enough for the Jags because we trust in his ability, and it's going to show and it'll pay dividends for us. Did he feel that way last year, or did it not happen until – do you sense he didn't get feel like that, start feeling like that until the offseason? There's two things that go into it. He's number one pick, and then he's a rookie. So in a rookie, you have to feel your way. And his personality is he's a real humble guy. But at the end of the day, he's number one. So he should have that on his shoulder. He should be top dog. And he plays like that in the run game. Now it's time for him to play like that in the pass game, which he has all the talent in the world. We're ready for him to do it. So he, you feel like he's playing looser now a little bit? Or I, can, you, can you get a sense of that yet? Right now, because... We haven't put the pads on. We haven't gone against a different opponent. But you can see the confidence in him, the way he moves around the field, the way he's more vocal, making checks, and just the way he aligns. It's more confident and, you know, I'm excited for him, ready to go. Greg Jr. Uh, spelled Trey a little bit in the third corner spot yesterday. What other young players have you seen pushing Trey? And what have you seen from Greg that's allowed for you guys to give him those uh, reps with the first and second team? I guess just like early on in camp, it's really about like we talked earlier, competition. We got a bunch of guys in different positions that are going to get many reps out of practice. They're going to get the reps and the cream rises to the top. You get your opportunity, you go out there, you play, you perform, then you continue to get more opportunities. And there's a bunch of guys out there that are vying for different positions. And again, like I said, competition is great. Let's go get it. What is it about Greg that he's earned that opportunity? I think the position that he came in last year, throughout all last year, he worked on a practice squad some, got elevated up. You could see him, to me, it looked like his body changed from when he first got here till the end of the season. His body changed and the techniques, he kept working on it, kept working on it, and now it's his opportunity to go out there and compete. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate Thanks you. Thank you. Thank you. You don't think the Aces got enough?